1: Welcome back to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. We just wrapped up Nurses Week and we wanted to spotlight the profession of nurse practitioners who are helping to fill the gap in the primary healthcare deserts across the country in which 92 million Americans live as patients can choose a nurse practitioner as their healthcare provider. On the line to discuss is April Capu, President of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners and Associate Dean for Community and Clinical Partnerships at Vanderbilt University School of Nursing. Thank you for joining me. Yes, thank you for having me. April, start by t- Telling us the importance of recognizing the nursing profession.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes, like you said, we just wrapped up uh, National Nurses Week, but we want to honor and recognize nurses and nurse practitioners every single day. They are foundational to our healthcare system. They're in hospitals, clinics, community centers, schools, all types of settings. And they have just really stepped up as innovators and leaders throughout the pandemic over and over again. We saw them in communities setting up testing sites, setting up emergency departments, expanding ICUs, seeing patients in the home and via telehealth. We just want to say thank you for everything that they do, and they're so very valued and very valuable contributors to the healthcare team. So thank you. If I could say anything today, it would be saying thank you. Thank you to all the nurses and all the nurse practitioners out there.
1: Amen to that. Tell us the difference between a nurse practitioner and other types of nurses.
0: Yes. So there are a lot of different opportunities for nurses today. For a nurse practitioner, I was registered nurse, and then I went back for graduate and then ultimately doctoral education in advanced nursing practice. And then I was nationally board certified to care for patients. So I can diagnose, I can prescribe, I can order and interpret labs, I can manage promote health, certainly prevention, talk about education and prevent disease, but also I can manage chronic and acute illnesses such as diabetes or chronic heart failure and very good at coordinating care with the entire healthcare team. Tell us
1: about the growth of the nurse practitioner profession.
0: Oh, wow. We are growing significantly and it's really much in part to the huge issues that we have in terms of access You had mentioned over 91 million Americans lack access to primary care. So we have seen a significant growth in nurse practitioners to meet that need. We're up to 355,000 nurse practitioners and estimated to grow at a rate of 40 to 45% per year. Because we are meeting that need, 90% of nurse practitioners today are primary care-educated, and certified to care for patients in primary care. So that's really meeting much of the need and continues to meet the needs that we see across all settings.
1: I'm speaking with April Capu, president of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners and associate dean for community and clinical partnerships at Vanderbilt University School of Nursing. Why have nurse practitioners been named the number one job in healthcare?
0: That's great. And, you know, we say job, but honestly, it's really a calling. It is nurses stepping up to meet the need. And that's really how we began to evolve as a profession is that we saw that there were huge needs that we could meet those needs with the advanced education and training that we have, and certainly national board certification. So many rural areas, many hospitals, health systems, clinics are seeing that nurse practitioners can really meet this need, and so there's opportunity there, and so we are stepping up and meeting that demand. In fact, in 26 states and Washington, D.C., those states have actually updated their laws so that nurse practitioners can practice to the full extent of their education and training. So patients in those states now have full and direct access to nurse practitioner care, whereas in the other states, they're still in need of updating their laws so that they can increase access to care, certainly, and so that patients can have a choice and see a nurse practitioner for their health care needs.
1: How have the past two and a half years challenged nursing and how healthcare has adapted?
0: Wow, the past two and a half years have taught us so much. At first, I again, I wanted to say thank you to nurses and nurse practitioners because they stepped up over and over in all settings to provide that care. But I think we learned a lot throughout the pandemic. Certainly, we were all evolving as we were learning more and more about COVID-19 and ultimately had vaccinations and now have more and more therapies. So that was a very learning process in itself. But we also learned how to innovate. And one of those spaces in it is in telehealth. It really helped us to push our boundaries and become more familiar with telehealth because we needed to see our patients. They needed to see us. And yet we had all of the boundaries that were put into place because of COVID-19. Now, because we're so much more familiar with telehealth than ever before, that's part of our care going forward. Some patients can be seen via telehealth while other times they may need to come in and be seen in person. So now that's part of our overall tools in our toolkit and we can increase our access to care. So that's one thing I think if there was a silver lining is pushing the limits in terms of technology and really leveraging technology throughout the pandemic so that now we're thinking about healthcare uh, very differently as we move forward.
1: What advice would you give to a nurse who is experiencing burnout?
0: So mental health and burnout, that has been an increasing challenge throughout the pandemic. Because of the volume of patients and the the physical exhaustion of just working day after day, night after night, filling in for your coworkers, but also the emotional and mental uh, exhaustion that came with a very new and different type of virus sustained over two years, the emotion that came with caring for patients that were quite oftentimes alone because of the parameters around COVID-19. So we're seeing more and more the signs and symptoms of burnout. We saw it before the pandemic that 35 to 50% of healthcare workers were experiencing signs and symptoms of burnout. Now we're seeing that is even more evident. The American Nurses Foundation found that 50% of nurses today describe that they're exhausted. They're exhausted and they're overwhelmed. And what was interesting about that study is that 81% of nurses less than 34 years old were experiencing, saying that they were overwhelmed and they were exhausted. And that's our next generation of nurses. Mm -hmm. So we really have to step up and and make sure that someone who's a nurse or a student that's thinking about going into nursing, a nurse that's thinking about going on to be a nurse practitioner, we need to tell about all the good things about the profession, that we're able to care for patients, spend time with patients, still a very important need that's out there in healthcare today, and that is access to care, access for everyone, everywhere.
1: What else would you say to someone who is considering enrolling in a nursing program?
0: That it's an exciting and very rewarding profession, and that there are many different opportunities and paths that you can take. I was a nurse, then I went on to be a nurse practitioner. Now I'm also an educator. I'm the president of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners. There are so many different things that you can do throughout your career, so many opportunities as a nurse. So I, I would say jump in and go back, be a nurse, be a nurse practitioner. We need you. And you'll find that at every point along the way that you can find a satisfying and very rewarding career at every juncture.
1: I've been speaking with April Capu. Like she said, she's president of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners. She's also associate dean for community and clinical partnerships at Vanderbilt University School of Nursing. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you for being on the front lines and thank you for making a difference.
0: Thank you. And thank you again to all the nurses out there. Um, You do so much. We appreciate everything that you do each and every day.